missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957 The Rock app. It's time to like these time, time again. I didn't really know how to deal with the way you were supposed to be, and I thought that to be a rock and roller, you know, you have to be the Keith Richards, you have to be the real deal. I would tell him, I'd say, you know, dude, I love you like a brother, but I'm worried about you, you know? We were in London, and we all went out to a bar one night. In the morning, I got a call that he was on his way to the hospital. We got word that Taylor's in a coma at the hospital, OD'd on, I think it was heroin that he did. It was so weird, like, he hadn't died, but he had overdosed. I just felt so totally helpless, you know? Dave's like my best friend. And even more than like a best friend, he's like a brother. He really is. And yeah, he was, as I would be with him, if something happened to Dave where he was on the brink of death, I would be losing my mind. And, you know, he was losing his mind. Members of Foo Fighters talking about Taylor's overdose in 2001, so 21 years ago. Uh, And I believe he was in a coma for a couple of weeks after that overdose but obviously uh you know got healthy and it sounds like that may have been the cause here not that it uh, you know not that it really makes any difference how he died one way or the other but uh that's what some of the reports are saying also mm-hmm. that his heart was uh very large enlarged uh, apparently so obviously we'll know more over the next few days and, and weeks but uh taylor hawkins drummer of foo fighters dead at the age of 50 and Cheech in the studio this morning and he and I were just talking about, you know, the impact it has on people and and I try to always stress uh, to my friends and, and, and you know, people who listen to us that you know, this should be a, another reminder that you know, you gotta live your life, you gotta go out there and you gotta do things and you gotta if you wanna go see a band, don't don't waste an opportunity, buy the tickets, go to the show live your life, uh, I get you know, that some people are, are scared and we're still sort of dealing with a pandemic and you can take all the precautions you want but at some point you might end up regretting not going to those shows and well, not going to see those bands yeah. and having those experiences. I mean, there's so many shows that I've gone to, hundreds of shows over over the you know last 30 years of my life that I've been going to see musicians, and, and I have amazing memories. I've made wonderful connections with friends and, and family members and loved ones, and, and those are things I will never take for granted, but I will take for granted the times that I didn't go and I missed out. Um, we had tickets for that Foo Fighters show in Green Bay, the spring of the pandemic, for when Henry graduated, and that show never happened. <laughs> we never went, yep. and it was that yep. would have been the only time I would have seen him live. Well, the, the the show, the the one Foo Fighters show that I've ever been to was the one we took the bus trip. Oh, for. wasn't that in Madison? Yeah, at the Kohl's and it Center? was a small group of people, yeah. and we were on a bus, and we stopped at Reed's Landing on the way up, and we had some great food and drinks, and uh, made some good memories on that bus. I got a nice little massage from Angel. <laughs> nice. That, that obviously stands out in yeah, my mind. Of course, mind. A it does. Yeah. Thing. And the show itself obviously was great, but um, but yeah, those things matter. Uh, and and you know, when you look back at, at your life, when it all comes to an end, you, you know, did you did you go or did you just stay home and say, ah, I got, I get it. Life gets in the way sometimes, and you know, you, people have kids and we got other engagements mm-hmm. and stuff. But if you've got a chance, you never know when it might be your last opportunity. I never got to see Nirvana, never, ever. And uh, you know, they were in my prime of going to concerts, you know what I mean? In my late teens and early twenties. And I never went. Cause I just, I probably said to myself several times, like, Oh, I'll, I'll get around to it. You know what I mean? And uh, I never did. And now I don't have the chance to do that anymore. So, um, 
you know, take those opportunities when, when they when they come, please. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by BetUS.com. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, The Morning Sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Taking you back in time. Courtesy of the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The best little sub shop you've never heard of. It's the Monday morning throwback. And this week, Shaw, on Friday, it's our anniversary. Yeah. April 1st. Oh, that's right. It was the 1st of April. 1998. Oh, man. Been a minute. Uh, Yeah. And in honor of our birthday, I went back a couple of years ago to 2018 when we uh, spent some time here on the Morning Sickness reminiscing about... The good old days, Shaw. Specifically an event where you and your lovely wife showed up. Oh, yeah? For once. You finally showed up for something, Gene. <laughs> was this the time they were in uh, the beer bottle outfits? No, that was a Halloween uh, Okay, so they at, showed at the up library. twice. They showed yeah. up twice. This was even before that. Was this, this was, the chocolate-covered strawberries? It is. Oh, one of my that. favorites, um, Shaw, was was uh, uh, the Blackhearts Ball that one year when you and Mary actually oh, showed yes, up. Yes, yes, yes. There was something with strawberries. Chocolate covered strawberries. Yeah, Gene was uh, being flirtatious or something. Yeah, refresh my memory with the strawberries because I couldn't remember exactly. This was so long ago. I did I make them or did you make them, Gene? I don't no, remember. No, you. So we brought them. You brought them. Right. Yeah, so you guys were doing the Blackhearts Ball, and it's what is now what players. I yeah, think. it used to be the vibe. And... Uh, yeah, you guys were giving away like porn and and uh, you know having a party and and yep. I brought I guess I had made some chocolate covered strawberries probably for my wife for Valentine's yeah. Day. She shared them. She didn't. She, she fed them. Or you fed them to each other or something oh, yeah, like yeah. that. And you guys, you know, just got to indulge my fantasies a bit. That was fun. Oh, I remember those fantasy shows. Yeah, yeah I, I do too. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember we got in trouble, Gene, because you guys were giving away porn, and yeah. somebody plugged it into the VCR that was showing at the bar. So Ooh. everybody walking by was seeing this uh, display outside, on, including the. Look Across uh, police officers who uh, kindly uh, told asked us he us can't to shut. <laughs> that I think was the year uh, that we met Denim Dan. That was. That was a wild night. By the way, that's now the Driftless Hexen Arcade, right? <laughs> Since been something new, uh, but yeah. So that was we met Denim Dan, and mm-hmm. he showed up because we used to looking with, good, looking in his oh yeah Canadian jeans, tuxedo. He has Canadian, yep, Denim Dan, and uh, at the Blackhearts Ball Shop. For those who don't remember, years ago. Uh, we either had a concert or a little party for, you know, the Valentine's, uh, you know, people that are not yeah. into Valentine's Day. And we would ask you to bring in a picture of your ex and we would shred mm-hmm. them. And Dapper Dan or Denim Dan, would he brought in his divorce papers. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know why you'd want to shred an official document, but <laughs> but he was more than happy to. I think that was the year we met the the gentleman, too. He was, a, he was either a nurse or an orderly or maybe even a doctor at, at one of the hospitals here in town. And he showed up in his scrubs. scrubs, and we were giving people a prize for wearing black. I think it might have been a drink chip or, or something, and he was a black man. And he showed up, and I said, hey, we're, what are you doing wearing scrubs? Just wear some black. And he's he like, said, I, I I'm black all the time. I can't get any more. Uh, he got all more, the drink there's chips. Like, there's none more black. But, uh, yeah, the black card's ball from many, many years. I think Gene and your wife oh, kissed. I think so. On the I'm lips? Sure, yeah. 
I think that happened. After uh, sharing strawberries, yeah. Yeah, there was some chocolate-covered strawberries and aphrodisiac, apparently, around the Shaw household. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think I have a picture of that. Or is it Gene kissing Jen O'Brien? I got a picture of that. I know that much. I think I had a picture of it at one time, but I don't think I still do. But But reminiscing on all these years of 95.7 The Rock, so many good times, uh, so many great memories, so many shows, so many funny moments. Uh, obviously, on Friday, we'll do a little bit of that, Shaw, as, as, as we turn, what, 24? I forgot about the cops coming in and asking us right? to turn that. I forgot about that part. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. We got shut down by the cops several years later because we were uh, trying to do a, a wet T-shirt contest. Oh, I was there, too. Well, you <laughs> was were? a celebrity pourer. I have pictures of that. Yeah, I, I, I definitely have pictures of that. That was way that back was in the day in Spanky's. Yes. But, no, we, we were trying to do another one a couple of years ago. This is maybe a decade ago, and uh, the cops got wind of it, and they basically called us. The lacrosse police called us and said, yeah, you can't do that, or we're going to have to show up and shut you down. So we did a tight turtleneck mm. contest. It didn't have the same effect, but kudos to the ladies who showed up, my wife included, who participated. Yep. Our friend Jackson, yep. who was also a part of the uh, Bra Olympics that I, I thoroughly dominated yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you did. Remember that, Sean, when I, I beat you 4 well. nothing in the Bra Olympics? Yep. Many, I got my sash. Spanking. I still got my sash right here, <laughs> courtesy of Chris Nandori. She made it for me. Lots of good memories over the last 24 years. But there you go. The Monday Morning Throwback brought to us by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop. You can hear more of our conversation from that uh, break in 2018 by going to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning thanks to BetUS.com. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. <laughs> The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? She's alarming but disarming and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Oh, Karen. So mad about everything. Gotta let everybody know how mad they are. How mad is she? Well, first and foremost, it ain't a she. It's a male Karen. So, Chad? Chad? What are we calling a male Karen? Chad? Chad? Kyle? Kyle. Kyle? That works. Kyle was very upset. What do you do? It's America, damn it. (laughs) And if I want to wear my Crocs in the movie theater and sit in the wrong seat... It's my rights as an American to do that. See, this Kyle showed up at the movie theater and didn't realize that when you buy tickets now, it's assigned seating. That's yes, right. it is. Because you can buy them online. Mm-hmm. It's no longer just first come, first serve. And when these two young ladies showed up and he was sitting in their seats, they went and let the manager know. Yeah, and, we, were the, we bought these. And the manager came in and said, okay, sir, we just need you to. And he said, no, I know my rights. <laughs> I know. And here, here's Kyle letting the manager know. I pay my money. I have a right. To sit in your seat. Yes, my seat. That's not your seat. How can you tell us not my seat? Because this ticket has your seat number on it. Whatever. I'll do this American theater. I pay my money. Please don't come back. It doesn't matter where you sit. It's not a side seat. Yes, it is. It is. Go sit in your own seat. Thank you. I'm not going to. No. And I'm going to ask you to leave. You did. Like four or five times. And that's why now we have a disturbance. I can sit right here. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. One seat off. Are you going to listen? All right, go ahead. At this point, you are disrupting the show for these fine folks. We're going to ask you to leave. We'll get you a refund, though. I don't know. I might want to be taken out in handcuffs now. Sir. 
Oh, oh my gosh. Just a refund. Okay. Can I get a drink? We'll take your Come on. Fine. And then I won't come back. We're we'll going to have a large Pepsi and I'm not coming back. Everybody knows about this. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Enjoy your movie. Do they clap? Please tell me they clap. Right. Uh, well, if you watch the full video, there might be some clapping at the end. Mm. But the part that oh we got gosh. there was nice and clear. Uh, oh, yeah. It's good audio. The, inside the movie theater, it's very quiet before the movie starts. And I like, I like I, this I love, seat, though. I mean, this one. As a person who works in Radio Shaw and has for a number of years, the threat of I'm never doing whatever it is mm-hmm. you're you're Look, dude, the radio's free. And if you choose not to listen to us, I... Okay, but you're not going to, like, hurt my feelings or ruin our radio station because you choose not to listen. Same with this one dude in the theater. I'm never coming back. Okay, cool. Just, just get <laughs> that. That would be preferable. Get the F out of here, man. Right. You can't. You don't want to sit in your assigned seat? Then don't come back. You, you obviously don't understand how the rules work. We'll even refund your money. See you later. Don't let the good Lord Can I get word. a large soda? Yeah, I think I he, to- he had something there with the negotiations. You know, he started to demand a soda. Maybe he could have gone, you know, juicy fruits and rice and nuts or something. I would have gone nachos or pretzel bites. Very refreshing. You know I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm going to get a soda, right? <laughs> I want more than just a refund. Right. I want a refund and a soda. But, yeah, they're not just mad about masks and mandates, Shaw. They're mad about movie theaters. Assigned seating. Huh? Seating, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think that was in Michigan, by the way, a movie theater in Michigan. You go, Kyle. Yeah, the F- e- Imagine. Since when were uh, they are signed? The- Since five, ten years ago, <laughs> Kyle. Ima- Imagine Royal Oak, Michigan. <laughs> theater. I like how he did that. Right? Sort of like a, oh, oh, Mr. Fancy Pants movie yeah, theater guy. Theater. Oh, I'm in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> can you just get, just get out of your seat and go? All right, Karen, can you just... This is why I can't be in management show. I wouldn't be able to deal with a guy like that. I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't want to go? Thump, thump you right on the skull, thump. and then we'll drag you out of here. We're How about thump that? You. Have some pepper spray, and yep. then we'll talk. Yep, yep. If um, everybody could leave the theater so we don't get this on camera while I thump this man over the skull, <laughs> how about I thump your skull for you? You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Thanks to BetUS.com. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. Do you think I'm critical of you of you guys? <laughs> Shaw just laughs. I, I, no, I Shaw? don't think you're critical no, of us. No, you're very kind, Brian. You brought me <laughs> beer and bacon. You're you know? so condescending no, when you I'm say serious. things no, to me sometimes. Take this job and Don't tell anybody. I ain't working Apparently, I should be more critical. I was actually saying this to my wife over the weekend. We went out on Saturday, ran some errands, stopped at a few places, and I get it. I'm the guy from the radio station. You want to say hi to me? That's fine. But, like, I don't know you. I don't really – I'm here with my wife. I'm not really interested in having a long conversation with you about your life. But apparently I'm not mean enough to people, Shaw, because they just feel the need to talk to me. And this guy wouldn't stop talking to me. It's one of those things where, like, okay, dude, I'm going to turn my back and Mm -hmm. continue my conversation with my wife, and yet he's still talking to me. I think I met that guy once. I've met several of those guys, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe I need to be more critical, not just of people in public, but of my coworkers, because apparently a new study says that uh, you might actually increase productivity if you're critical of your coworkers, Shaw. Hmm. Your coworkers might actually like to hear your thoughts and how bad they are at, your, at their job, as long as it's constructive criticism, of course. There's always a caveat, right? Shaw. You can't just be like, hey, you're an a-hole and you suck, <laughs> right? Maybe there's a better way to do that. <laughs> per my last email, uh, 
<laughs> it found that most people are more receptive to feedback than you think. But we usually don't say anything because we don't like confrontation mm. and don't want to seem rude. Not to be rude, but... I'm going to be rude. Uh, if it's something major, we're even less likely to speak up, according to this new study. Uh, but we let the dumb stuff slide. Uh, for example, less than 3% of people in this study told a researcher that they uh, had a smudge on their face, even though it was clearly visible. So they're in there having this yeah, research, that. and the guy's got something on his face, and you're like, hey, dude, I, I'll always say something. I'll always say it. You're like, hey, dude, you got some crap on your face. Maybe you want to wash that off. Uh, with work feedback, they say there is an easy way to decide if you should speak up. Just ask yourself, quote, what I, uh, would I want them to be honest with me if the roles were reversed? Sure. Mm-hmm. That's a good question to ask. No, I don't. I want you to shut up and mind your own damn business, Shaw. <laughs> I will tell you when you're wrong, but don't you dare tell me right. when I'm wrong. Right, Shaw? Of course. That's how it should be. So I don't know if you want to be critical of me right now, Shaw, but I'm giving you an open window. This is the, when oh, you can. If you want to tell me how I'm being, how I need constructive criticism or whatever the hell it is you call it, <laughs> go ahead, Shaw. Here's your chance. No, Take I, your I shot. Think you're doing a great job. Shoot your shot over there, shooter. Shoot. Let's go, Jordan. Let's see if you can make a shot from the three point arc. Let's go. Give it to me, Shaw. Constructive criticism. No, no, I have. Come I, on, I, man. I have no criticism for you. Give me some. You got something on your face, Brian. What? I my don't nose? Know. It's just your face. It's just my face is on my face? Right? Yeah, thanks. Like, I didn't know that. Come on, Gene. Your turn. Uh-uh. Give me a shot here. Dude, I am out tomorrow on vacation. I am not doing yeah, this. This is your chance. No, shots. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Get while the getting's good. No. Don't come back from your vacation. Stay down there in your mm. Florabama. Dude. Go ahead. Don't give, me. give me one. Come on, Sean. <laughs> give me one. Give me something. Come on. Maybe it's something that I I can actually fix. Okay. Uh oh. Sometimes you interrupt me when I'm trying. Sometimes. To do what do you mean sometimes? How about all the time. Okay, maybe he can't finish the thought. I'm can going you, for Sean? the record here, man. All right. Just trying to get through the news, you know. <laughs> do my job. I have a lot of things to say. I can't help it. Sometimes you interrupt Shaw. I'm just saying. I'm assuming you're on board with this whole interrupting thing too, Gene. This uh, is a thing for you. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> yes. Sometimes. You see how awkward it is, though, when I don't talk? I'm just you, I'm, I'm you being interrupt. quiet so you can get your thoughts out, and it's really awkward. Mm-hmm. It's better when I'm talking. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> I tried. You can't say I didn't try. Sure. <laughs> Be critical of your coworkers. It might make a more cohesive uh, work environment for your for your uh, for your buddies there in the office. You get to the job site, and some guy's not pulling his weight. You know what I mean? Maybe he's taking too many bathroom breaks. Maybe he's not listening to the right tunes on the on the job site. Go radio. up and tell him right to, his, go face. Right to right his face. Right to his face. Hey Bob. Sick Bob. Of your, sick of your stuff here, Bob. Sick of it. You didn't cut those two by fours correctly, Bob. Bob, and measure, I'd like to, I'd like to once. confront you about that in the bathroom, Bob. I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> right when he's in there taking <laughs> I a deuce, this would be a good time and, for me to come in and really confront. Bob, I know you you're about trying those. to squeeze out a loaf here, right, but that's what I'm saying. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. Thanks to BetUS.com. Weekday mornings just after 7 a.m. The Morning Sickness presents Good News with Slayer. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Let's go! 
Sure as hell ain't going to catch me rowing a boat across the Atlantic, but this guy has got bigger cojones than I do. It's Jack Jarvis. He's a British soldier, and he just set a world record and raised a bunch of money for charity by completing the longest solo journey across the Atlantic in a freaking rowboat. I said, well, what's not been done? I said, no one's gone from mainland Europe to mainland North America. And I was like, right on. Right, let's get amongst it. What he's achieved, you're only going to see it once in a lifetime, so why not witness it first hand? Mentally and physically, I would say he's a cut above. But then I think about my granddad, and I'd be like, if he can battle a brain tumour, I can get back out there and do another 14 hours. Oh, my God. In a rowboat? Yeah, and by solo. On the ocean? And and that's not the hard part. The hard part is. No, no, no. (laughs) Legitimately, seriously, the hard part is solo. That means no one was allowed to be there and assist in any way. Yeah, no, yeah. Most of the time we see these things and there's a whole team of people. There's a boat, there's a ship, there's something there like alongside in case he starts to break down mentally or physically or encounters sharks or waves or his boat gets capped. No, the guy is out there by him friggin' self in a rowboat. He started in Portugal December 21st, went 4,500 miles, landed in Florida 111 days later yeah no resources from other vessels or except a tow while traveling his contact with his family friends and social media came only when he was close enough to land to get reception i'm guessing he rode close enough that he got reception on a regular basis just in case there was an emergency he was initially supposed to make landfall in riviera beach but had to stop in steward due to weather conditions and receive a coast guard escort to the riviera beach marina village he describes the journey as very repetitive You wake up at half four, start rowing at five, and then in a three, four-hour shifts, you row through the day. All your food is out of a packet. It tastes very similar. I bet. Oh, Oh my gosh. How do you... And you sleep in there? Jarvis's inspiration for the mission was to raise money for the charity that helped care for his grandfather in his final days as he suffered from brain cancer. Quote, I'd be using him as inspiration. If he can battle a brain tumor, I can get back out there for another 14 hours after raising the initial 80,000 pounds, which equates to about 106 grand U.S. dollars, he raised an additional 55,000 pounds, or the equivalent of nearly $80,000, uh, for Brain Trust, which is the name of the cancer charity that he was raising money for. That's pretty impressive, almost $200,000 for Brain Trust, and he rode across the entire Atlantic Ocean, 111 days. <laughs> More of a man than I am. Oh, my, by far. Jack Jarvis. Good news with Slayer here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. They say that in uh, what imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. And when we heard about pep talk, it's no surprise that somebody else decided to do the same damn thing. Uh, pep talk was that kindergartner run hotline oh, that you yeah, could call yeah. mm-hmm, if you're having mm-hmm. a bad day. Inspirational Boy, messages. Did. Yeah, and even Corey Moran called me that morning. She's like, hey, what's that number? I got to call. <laughs> I was like, man, you work upstairs. You need that number every day. Uh, this is another happiness hotline that's going viral. This time it's a fifth grade class in Indiana. You can choose to hear a joke, a fun fact, or a pep talk, and they've even got it in Spanish. The number this time is 574-832-4965. Thank you for calling Milford Schools. When life gives you lemons, call a fifth grader phone line. You are awesome. So all your bad feelings go like Elsa. You look nice today. Be you. You're the best. You are so smart. You are loved. Aw, when awesome. life gives you lemons, call the fifth graders and get a pep talk. Again, 574-832-4965. If you didn't catch that, you can text us. I'll, I'll send you the number. But uh, a fifth grade class in Indiana doing kind of the same thing with the happiness hotline. What does a bee brush his hair with? 
I, I don't honeycomb. Of course. That's one of the of jokes you can is. hear when of you call the happiness hotline. Of course it is. Come on now. Saturdays from 6 until 10. It's the best of the morning sickness. The morning sickness. I like the morning show. They got some good comedy going on. It's hilarious. It's a good morning show. Brought to you by BetUS.com. Make your first deposit at BetUS.com and get 125% in bonus cash when you use the code word ROCK. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. 71% of us, Shaw. 71% of Americans. Yes. Have made a major life change for our... Sanity? No. 71% of us have made a major life change for our... What would you change your life for? Uh, money. Oh. Oh, love. Oh. Oh. Uh, boredom. Nope. I... Don't know. Your pet. Really? Yeah. Your pet? 71% of pet owners, obviously you have to have a pet to respond to this survey, but uh, 71% of pet owners say they've made a significant life change for their pet in the past. The most common change working from home probably. that we make is a tie between moving into a bigger place and becoming more active, Shaw. Hmm. Uh, for example, walking or jogging more often after you got a dog. 44% of those people would do things for their pets or already have. Some of the life changes that we're willing to make for our pets are changing your work schedule. So, yes, work involved. Uh, so they're not home all day. So, look, I got to get out of here at X amount of time right. because I got to go home and take the dogs out. Right. My wife and I have a schedule figured out. It, it works out pretty well. Uh, 39% of people would change their work schedule in order to be able to go home and take care of their pets. Mm-hmm. Starting or ending a relationship. Now, I don't think any of us on this show have that problem because we've all been with our significant others for right. a lengthy period of time and we've had pets together but yeah if you've got a dog and you get a boyfriend or a girlfriend and the dog is not a fan of the new uh, right. person in your house and yeah it might be time That's to end that relationship uh buying a new car with more room 32 percent of people in this study say they would buy I a car for the dog well if you've got a you know giant dog <laughs> and you only got like a little hatchback then, yeah, you might need to get a bigger car so you can shuttle the dog around. Sh- uh, choosing whether or not to have kids. There's a big uh, wow. big life decision, right? If you've already got pets, maybe you've got a, a dog that was a rescue, right? And it was aggressive and it doesn't like to be around other people. Uh, 32% of people say they would make that choice. Uh, probably includes waiting to have kids, not just skipping it all together. So maybe the dog we'll wait- gets priority there. Yeah, maybe we'll wait till the dog's no longer a part of the household and then we'll see about having kids. But... Uh, some of the life changes we're willing to make for our pets, according to a new survey, moving to a new area that's better for pets. All right, I'm not doing that. Right, that seems excessive. What do you think, Bob? What do you think, Bob the dog? Should we move to Seattle? Should we move somewhere <laughs> dogs else? Dogs are happier there. So, yeah, I heard dogs are happier in Seattle. Should we move there? All right, let's pick up and do it. 32% of people say they would move to a new area that's better for pets. Um, and then last on the list, changing jobs, Shaw. 31% of people say they would change their job. For their pet. To accommodate their animals. Seven in ten people also said they're willing to take a pay cut if they could bring their pet to work with them. Now, there is something Hmm. that I feel like we're missing out on here at Midwest Family Lacrosse. Dogs in the building? A Mm dog-friendly building. Right. I mean, you know, if you're coming in late in the afternoon or just for an hour or something like that, we've seen, obviously, Mm -hmm. I know Solem brings his dog in from time to time. I've had my dogs in. I've had my dogs in. uh, But, yeah, I mean, you know, 
I don't know if I want my dog here for eight hours while I'm working in the studio. It's not a lot of fun for the dog. It's just sort of the same thing that's happening at home. Right. Go lay down and take a nap <laughs> while I'm working over here. But I would like to see more pups in the building. That would be, I think that would be a huge stress reliever. Oh, free pizza on Friday? No, thanks. I'd rather have my dog here. Thank you very much. That'd be nice. Pet-friendly workplaces. I think that's one thing that hopefully we learned during the pandemic. Maybe, you know, maybe ease up the restrictions a little bit. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. Brought to you by BetUS.com. Use the promo code ROCK and get 125% welcome bonus. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. What's that smell, Shaw? What's that smell? Yeah, what is that smell? I don't smell anything. Is it your your wife's feet? I don't think so. I don't even like feet. You don't even like feet? What the hell do you know? They're sweaty and gross. Maybe that's just my feet. I don't know. Are you grossed out by your own feet? Or are you just grossed out by everybody else's feet? I think feet generally are kind of disgusting. Just feet. Yeah. Is it the fact that they're always in shoes and they're sweaty and there's just... stinking. Did your dad have really smelly feet? Not that I recall. No? My dad had really smelly feet. He had cedar socks or whatever you call those things. You know, traps the stink in. Yeah, so cedar balls or whatever, oh, cedar yeah. chips. You yep. put them in like a, you know, like a sock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you throw them in your shoe, and they're supposed to absorb a lot of the moisture. If you think feet are bad, you should uh, have a hockey kid in your house. You're lucky you didn't have a hockey kid. No, I didn't. You would love the smell of feet if you had a hockey <laughs> kid. <laughs> I bet hockey gear. There's just it's a whole next. Well, I had level. a runner, so yeah. Well, hockey gear is a whole next level, Shaw. You you'll you, you can't understand it until you've been around it. And anybody who has a kid who plays hockey or plays hockey themselves knows the hockey gear is a whole different mm. thing. It's its own entity, man. Procter and Gamble. The reason I bring up stinky uh, feet, especially yeah. women's feet, Shaw. Uh, is Procter and Gamble P and G right? Make mm-hmm. uh, what toothpaste and all kinds all of, sorts stuff. of stuff. Uh, they make a lot of hygiene products, and they're in trouble now after they ran an ad in China claiming that women's feet are five times stinkier than men's. <laughs> Where's the hashtag science on this one? Right? Really beautiful feet. Really beautiful feet. <laughs> they were trying to sell a body cleansing kit for women, a whole kit, Shaw, the whole thing. So they made an infographic about how gross women are to guilt them into buying it. Look how nasty your feet are, you nasty women. It's an interesting marketing campaign. <laughs> I guess. It ran on social media and encouraged people to do a smell test if they didn't believe it. Hey, why don't you take your wife's shoes off, Ugh. give a little sniff to the bottom of her feet, Shaw, let her know how funky that Parmesan cheese is. I don't even like feet. You don't even like feet. The ad listed some other sca- uh, shaky facts as well. These are are somewhat based in reality, okay. Shaw. Uh, some of the facts that they had in this ad, Procter & Gamble, for women's stinky feet are uh, they have six times more bacteria because they go sockless more oh, often. Oh, that's a good point. I will say that I was out with my wife uh, last weekend, and and I, she wanted to get a pair of some, I, I think they're called flats. I don't know what yep, the hell Yep, I've heard of those. Anyways. They don't have heels. Right. But she's trying on these things in the store, and there's other women in the aisle that are also trying on the same shoes, and none of them have socks on. They're all just trying, and I'm like... They usually have those little... Uh, yeah, well, none of them were using Disposable them. None of them were using them. That was not... A, and Ew. I was... Right, Shaw? Think of the soup in See? the bottom of that shoe, that foot uh-huh. soup. All those women putting their foot soups. Their, their ladles in there, Shaw. Wow, they're like really soft. They're really soft. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, ad also, the Procter & Gamble ad about women's feet being real stinky, uh, said that they have five times more sweat glands in their feet, which apparently is true. A 2019 study found that women do have 
slightly more types of bacteria on their feet, but men still sweat more in general, and that's what tends to cause the odor. People in China calling out Procter & Gamble for being sexist, threatening to boycott their products, so Uh they pulled the ad and issued an apology. They called it uh, inappropriate, apologized for disrespecting women. They've also said they're overhauling how their social media ads are being done. I don't even like feet. So Procter & Gamble saying, oops, our bad. on that one, yeah. We can't do anything anymore. Everybody gets mad about everything. Nobody is just like, ah, whatever. Maybe I just won't buy your product. We get mad, and then they got to, it's like, is that, what, is that what's going on? The pendulum Every, just keeps swinging. It does. Uh, is it okay to touch him again? Is it okay to touch him again? Yes, Rex, have at it. Boy, oh boy, he loves him some stinky-ass feet. <laughs> but apparently women have really stinky feet, Shaw. Five times more stinky. I tried not to get close enough to find out. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by BetUS.com. You enjoy any beers last night? I had, uh, yeah, two, I think. Did you drink the six-pack that I brought you? I did. It was delicious. River Rush from River Falls. Nice. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was very good. I had never tried it before. Thank you. I am going to enjoy some beers on Cedric's tab this afternoon. He's nice. taking me out to lunch, some kind of lunch meeting. We'll see how that goes. But uh, how much weight do you got to gain before you quit drinking, Shaw? Ooh. I don't know. I'm up to about 10 pounds now. You put 10 pounds <laughs> no, on since, since when? No, I'm kidding. Since 30 years ago? Right. Uh, the average beer has about 150 calories. 53% of Americans think calories from alcohol are different than regular <laughs> calories. Yeah, they're empty calories. Yeah, they're empty. There's <laughs> not. There's no point in them. I mean, unless you're only drinking beer to get calories, right? Like that guy that did uh, the thing for Lent. Right. Uh, a calorie is a calorie. doesn't matter where it comes from. It's the boozy ones just help you get drunk and maybe not care so much, right? Uh, how much weight do you got to gain, though, before you quit drinking? Or at least maybe dial it back and try, like, an ultra-light beer or something mm-hmm. with no calories. How much, Shaw? I don't know. I'll say 20 pounds. 20 pounds? Yeah. The average American is willing to gain 13 pounds to keep drinking. 12 for women, 14 for men. But people in some areas of the country are obviously willing to pack on even more weight to keep up the drinking. Mm-hmm. Especially if you live in a miserable place, right? Like, hey, look, man, life here ain't all that great. All I got is some alcohol. I got this beer belly that's bought and paid for. Somebody pay, uh, polled over 4,000 people in all 50 states and four spots tied for the lowest amount of weight that they would gain to keep boozing. Hmm. Uh, the average person in Hawaii, Vermont, South Dakota, and Utah only willing to gain eight pounds. After that, they're switching beers, huh? That's like if I have an extra brat <laughs> in the parking lot before a brewer game, right? Then I gained eight pounds. Right? What if you put cheese on top of your beans? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's eight pounds right there. It doesn't take all that much. Meanwhile, in Rhode Island, they'd have to gain three and a half times that before they would <laughs> dial it back. Yeah, that's they right. Like their beer. 28 pounds in Rhode Island. Rhode Islanders are like, nope, we're just going to keep drinking. Uh, followed by Wyoming, which is 23 pounds. Maryland, 22 pounds. Tennessee, 21 pounds. Uh, the Midwest is sort of right in the middle, Shaw, with this okay. whole thing. Minnesota, it's 10 pounds. And let's see, Iowa, your home states, uh, it's 15 pounds. And in Wisconsin, it's 14 pounds. So, so we got a ways to go then. Yeah. We're so, doing fine. We'll be all right. Uh-huh. We'll be okay. Drink some beers. I'm going to drink some afternoon beers today on Cedric's Tap. I'm nice. very excited. Put on Cedric's Tap. I like saying that. I probably have 17 or 18 different tabs on Cedric's name, different bars all around town. I don't think he knows that. Maybe he will now. I don't know. Maybe. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning thanks to BetUS.com. All systems go.
the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Number five, a lot of people didn't like this movie. I did. I don't know why. I, there's just, if it's on, I'm watching it. But uh, Striking Distance, this is the, he's John McClane on the river. Mm, I don't so remember that one. He's a cop and he's kind of got a bad rep because uh, he he testified in court against some other police officers and so they kind of, they throw him on a boat and say, hey, you're a river cop now. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Jessica Parker is internal affairs and she's trying to investigate him. And then he beds her and uh, the whole nine yards. I don't know if you've seen it, but mm-hmm. uh, it's called Striking Distance. That's number five. Number four for me, again, another weird movie that I like and maybe a lot of people didn't. But Hudson Hawk, have you ever seen that? I've heard of it. Danny Aiello is in that movie and uh, Sandra Bernhardt. But uh, he plays sort of like a, a burglar, a cat a cat burglar, a world's best thief kind of thing. And he gets enlisted by the church to go and steal a bunch of artifacts. And it's, uh, I don't know, I just, I, and then, of course, top three, how can you go wrong? You can, you can move these movies around in any way, shape, or form. But Armageddon at number three for me, he saves the world. He sacrifices his life. The emotions at the end between him and, a- him and AJ are just spectacular. Mm, makes you cry. Uh, makes me cry every time. Number two, Last Boy Scouts. It's a darker, kind of grittier version of John McClane. Uh, that's the one with Damon Wayans as his buddy. And then number one, of course, Die Hard. Huh. No sixth sense on there for you. No, I. and again, I like the movie, but it's not a movie that I, if I'm going to watch a Bruce Willis mm-hmm. movie, it's not one that I look at. And I'm, I mean, right. he was in Hearts War. He was in, uh, you know, all the diehards, obviously. He was in, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, what's the movie? The, the date night one. What the hell is that one? The one at the beginning. Uh you got me. Blind date? No. What the hell's the name of that stupid movie? That was a big one for him. The first one that he was in where he... Anyways, it doesn't matter. But uh, you can check out my top 10 list of Bruce Willis movies on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Bruce Willis now suffering from aphasia and uh, stepping away from acting at the age of 67. Sad news. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Brought to you by... BetUS.com. Only on 95.7 The Rock. It is the 1st of April. 1998. April 1st. That's when this station switched over to 95.7 The Rock. Here's a list of some things to look forward to in the month of April since we have flipped the calendar officially. Final four, of course, this weekend. Championship game on Monday for the men. Championship game on Sunday for the women. Major League Baseball opening day next Thursday. The Masters is the 4th through the 10th. The Frozen Four in the NCAA is the 7th through the 9th, so next weekend. UFC 273 coming up next Saturday. You've got the USFL season starting on the 16th, if you care about sort of minor league football. And uh, then speaking of Major League Football, the NFL draft at the end of the month, the 28th through the 30th. But there you go. Some stuff to look forward to in the month of April. There's some sports stuff going on. Movies in theaters starting today. Morbius. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The wife seems to think it's a good idea to go to the movie theater on a Friday night. We'll see. Uh, Morbius in theaters this week. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in theaters next week, along with Ambulance. The movie Father Stew, starring Marky Mark Wahlberg. I don't know if the Funky Bunch is in that one, but that's coming out on the 13th. On the 15th, you've got the new uh, Harry Potter movie, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. That uh, animated movie, The Bad Guys, coming up later on this month on the 22nd. And that new Nick Cage movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, coming out on the 22nd as well. But uh, there you go. Some movies that are coming out in the month of April. Some TV stuff to look forward to. Grammy Awards, if you care about that crap, is this weekend. 
There's a new documentary about Tony Hawk on Monday. It's actually, uh, it looks pretty cool. I wish I had HBO to watch it. I'll just wait till somebody posts it on a streaming service. But it's called Until the Wheels Fall Off. And it's a Tony Hawk documentary on HBO. Benjamin Franklin documentary on PBS. That's on uh, Monday and Tuesday of next week. A documentary about Benjamin Franklin. Better Call Saul on AMC, the final season. Premieres on April 18th. The following night, Mayans MC season four premieres on FX. Cypress Hill, Insane in the Brain, a documentary about Cypress Hill on Showtime. Can you take a stab at what day that's getting released? 420. Come on now. And then, of course, the big one this month, April 29th, the last, what is it, eight to ten episodes of Ozark on Netflix. That's right. Season four, part two on Netflix, April 29th. Lots of holidays. Most of them are insignificant. They're just sort of those funny ones that we talk about so you can go eat a pizza on a Wednesday. Uh, Peanut butter jelly day and World Autism Awareness Day tomorrow. Monday is the uh, hug a news person day. So hopefully uh, Brad doesn't mind getting wrapped up in these big old bear arms of mine. Deep dish pizza day on the 5th. New beers eve on the 6th. I don't know what that's about, but apparently beer day is on the 7th. So uh, Palm Sunday, of course, pet day on the 11th. You also got cheese fondue day on the 11th if you want to have a little fondue party. Grilled cheese day on the 12th. Scrabble day on the 13th. There's some Brad Williams gets uh, horny about. Good Friday on the 15th. Jackie Robinson Day also on the 15th. Obviously, you'll see that in Major League Baseball. Husband Appreciation Day on the 16th. Fellas, write that one down. Make sure your wife knows that she has to appreciate you on the 16th. Easter, of course, on the 17th this year. Tax Day is the following day. They give you a little bit of extra time this year because the 15th is on a weekend. Wear your PJs to work day on the 19th. Isn't that every single day nowadays? Cheddar Fries Day happens to be on 420. Seems appropriate. National High Five Day on the 21st. Earth Day on the 22nd. Lingerie Day on the 25th. Ooh, hello. Pretzel Day on the 26th. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Uh, Secretary's Day on the 27th, but you can't call it Secretary's Day. You're a misogynist pig, so you have to refer to it as Administrative Professionals Day. Get woke or go broke. Uh, Denim Day on the 28th, if you want to rock the Canadian tuxedo. Arbor Day on the 29th. And then uh, on the 30th, April 30th, Adopt a Shelter Pet Day. That should be every day. Adopt, don't shop, but uh, maybe make a, a go of it on the 30th with Adopt a Shelter Pet Day. There you go. Some stuff happening in the month of April that you can look forward to. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Thanks to BetUS.com. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Rise and shine. The best of the morning sickness. Too early for flapjacks? Only on 95.7 The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend! Yes, it's finally here today. Not too bad weatherwise. 51 with some sunshine. And there's a lot happening in our area this weekend a lot here's a rundown of some things you might want to check out if you miss any of it check it out on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com you want to go out tonight rip it up have some fun enjoy some amazing tunes 
from some kick-ass ladies. You got to get to the Pearl Street Brewery. Live music from the Rebel Queens. These chicks are from Minneapolis, and they rock. Grab your leather jacket, get up front, and rock and roll with the Rebel Queens tonight. Doors open at 7 p.m., 21-plus show. Tickets are only $5 at the door. You can buy them in advance. Go to the Pearl Street Brewery's website, but the Rebel Queens at the PSB tonight for some live music. Now, tomorrow, weather not going to be all that great in the morning. Might see some rain and snow mixing together with a high of just 48. So, rather than stand outside in the rain, the snow, and the cold, head over to the vault in Rockland for the Clements Racing Smoker and Dart Tournament. I'm sure Doc's going to mention this one during his racing report next hour, but they got a dart tournament. Starts at 1 o'clock. The darts fly at, uh, well, the sign-in starts at 1. The darts fly at 2. It's 10 bucks uh, to get in with 100% payout. There's going to be beer and bucket specials. There's going to be a DJ to follow, and uh, the Clements Racing Smoker and Dart Tournament tomorrow morning. Uh, well, tomorrow afternoon, I should say, at the vault in Rockland. And then tomorrow night, the main, downtown lacrosse, live comedy, Ali Sultan, and special guest Joe Christensen, Big Bluff Comedy, bringing in some amazingly talented comedians. I was just there a couple weeks ago, I know. And uh, doors are at 7, show is 21 plus, and tickets are only $20. Ali Sultan, or Ali Sultan, excuse me, uh, and Joe Christensen, going to be at the main Tomorrow night, live comedy right here in our backyard. Sunday, take a trip to Trempolo for hashtag Sunday Funny at the Trempolo Hotel Restaurant and Saloon. Lone Goat Rodeo. Bunch of really talented musicians playing from 2 until 5 at the Trempolo Hotel on a hashtag Sunday Funday. Weather-wise, not bad. Maybe have the windows down. 52 on Sunday with some clouds. But uh, check out some live music in our area. There's a whole bunch of other events happening. In the lacrosse region, you can find many of those events at AroundRiverCity.com. And if you've got an event coming up that you want to see featured on the website, post it for free at AroundRiverCity.com. My list of three things to do if you missed any of it on the Morning Sickness page at 957TheRock.com. As always, plenty of other things happening in our area. So get out, enjoy yourself, have some fun this weekend, be safe, make smart decisions. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.